morning to you and yours thank you for tuning in to the dose 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 jeremy clevin here the magic man mark hutchins the furry little animal byron filson what's up fellas hi yeah good to see you happy thursday everyone cruising along through the week we didn't think uh, a couple days ago george lott for coming in quite little little ways back and uh doing a little uh flashback here on the dose you can always go back on SoundCloud and search my home group Daily Dose and then put in your favorite producer. Hopefully we've had them on. If not, reach out. Who do you guys want to hear from? Who do you want to have on as a guest on America's number one real estate <laughs> podcast? Yeah. As, as voted on by us. Um, so yeah, let us know. But uh, So yesterday we were talking about how to create a world-class experience on the buying side, and I can only imagine that you want to talk about creating a world-class experience on the selling side. Indeed. Is that right? Indeed, we do. Indeed, we do. There is both sides to it, and there is the selling side, we all know. And there's a world-class experience for everybody at the end of your fingertips. (laughs) (laughs) What? What's happening? End of your fingertips. At the end of your fingertips. Fingertips implied the end. (laughs) It does. It does. So, yeah, I mean, how do we create a world-class selling experience? All this stuff is super easy, right? I mean, I think, again, going back to Steve Castle, how I think a lot of agents complicate things and, and try to do either too much or just try to get they get their head way too into the transaction when really they just need to focus on a couple deal points and a couple strategies um, to make sure, you know, their, their client's getting everything they need but also is a raving fan at the end. So... At that listing appointment, you know, what does that look like for you guys? When, when, when you go and meet uh, a seller, you go to a seller's house and you sit down at their table, you know, think about your strategy and what your, your selling point is to, to your seller and what you're delivering at that moment. And we talk a lot about options now. We talk about a lot about having a, a listening to a seller story of truly understanding what do they need, not what do you want to deliver as an agent because... There's so many things we can deliver as an agent, but what can we listen to from the seller and deliver to the seller to be certain, number one, we get the listing, but also fulfill their needs, fulfill their end goal at the transaction, which is obviously a sale and it meets their their criteria. So coming with options, you know, obviously all of our competitors out there, the offer pads and open doors and the zills, go in there with offers, make sure you have them you don't necessarily need to bring them up, but I'd have them with you as as a defense mechanism. So if the conversation does come up, you can offer it up as something that you've already created. You've done the legwork. You could also, hey, present it to them. Present all options the moment you get in and sit down and start talking numbers um, so that they don't ask the question or they're not seeking those answers on their own. You, do, you We don't want them to go seeking answers on their own. So the more prepared... So that preparation would be the first thing I'd say. Come in prepared with everything you possibly need. So your seller or proposed or your, your, your prospect seller has potentially every option at their fingertips uh, uh, to make a decision. Once you get the listing, let's fast forward. So you get the listing and whether it be traditional or whatever it is, however you negotiate, we're not here to talk about that. But once you have the listing, what does it look like throughout the process? What does day one look like? It, whether you're, is it a vacant home that you're staging um, what does it look like when you're helping them get their house show ready? How involved are you on that process for them to get the home MLS ready? How involved are you? 
are you giving them a checklist and just saying do this and then you're you, you know you the only time you go there maybe is the time of listing and the time of closing or are you coming back and helping them and walking them through the property looking at everything they've done the checklist that you've provided on how to make a home show ready are you reviewing that with them how does it look like when you have listing appointments when someone or a showing appointment when somebody has a buyer's agent has scheduled a showing are you are you showing up to that or asking your seller what does it look like for them? Where do they feel comfortable? Do you want someone there? Is it okay if they come through the home? Again, making the seller feel very, very comfortable with buyers coming in and the buyer's agent coming in. Um, and even if you they want you there, how are you acting to the buyer's agent and the buyer to make sure that they don't get turned off? Are you leaving the room and, and asking them to ask any questions? You're not following them around. Um, when you get the offer, when you receive that first offer from the buyer's agent, uh, how, how are you treating, how are you delivering that to your seller? You know, I like the good old fashioned days of go to their house and review it in person. Of course, that's because we had to physically go there. We didn't have the email capabilities, but I would give that as an option to your seller. Hey, we've got two offers today. Um, I'm going to send them to you via email, but I'd like to come to your, to your house and meet you in person. It's another way to get in front of the seller. It's another way to have a, a belly to belly to create more of a relationship, to review it in person. Sometimes it's a lot easier for sellers to, you know, and your point to come across to convey when you're reviewing the contract in detail in person, going over it, making sure nothing is missed because sometimes on the phone or sometimes email, they respond back and say, hey, good to go. But they maybe missed a couple lines. When you're there, you, you kind of make sure none of those mistakes happen or uh, something on that offer that could be crucial to them isn't accepted or missed. And then throughout the process, once you've accepted a contract, once you're in escrow and you've got everything going, are you helping them prepare for their move? I sure hope so. Are you helping them find movers to, to pack up their home, whether they're going out of state or staying in state? Are you helping them get their, their, their electricity, their water, everything switched over to the new home and turned off at the old home and make sure it stays on through close of escrow so there's not a breach of contract? Are you showing up to the closing table with your seller, even though it's a couple pages they're signing, that warranty deed and, what, and one other form? Are you going there? Are you being there with them and taking the opportunity to get another face-to-face, to have another great interaction with them? And how are you updating the buyer's side? Are you updating them to let them know where your seller's at, what to expect? Hey, we're getting close to moving out. Where are we with buyer docs? I like to take that extra step to make sure the reason we do that is because the, the last thing we want our sellers to do is to move out of the home when we don't even have buyer docs yet. I mean, I'm sure people have had that happen where they've sellers moved out, haven't closed, and suddenly we're now waiting for COE. So the little tiny things that I think a lot of us don't think about, the little tiny things that help our seller eliminate stress and heartache, because that's really what we're trying to do is eliminate the stress and heartache. And then once that deal is closed, what are we giving to them? What's the ta- another tangible item that we're giving to our seller to, to remember you by, to thank you for their business, to hopefully get a raving fan to get referrals from their family, and hopefully you're getting the buy side on it too. So um, that's what I got on this. I don't know uh, what touching points you got on this one, Jeremy. Byron? Byron? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to chime in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, ah, ah, ah. Oh, my. Cool that mic down over there. (laughs) It's burning. I'm a burning. Uh, I would hone in on the concierge piece. That's what I'd hone in on. Mark's already looking for the time. It's been 14 seconds. Um, 
I would hone in on the concierge piece. It is, uh, you know, really trying to insert yourself with everything, going above and beyond just doing a transaction, right? Working a contract, working a sale, taking on a listing the right way, doing whatever needs to be done. You know, um, I think all those things are kind of like the ante into the game. Like, where those are all those things were ex- expe- expected, I think, at this point um, to do all those things and to communicate at a high level and, 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 and do that. I think that, again, looking for the opportunities to create you know, to create moments, right. To create, um, just that an experience creating, you know, um, if you can, if you can make things take shoulder on things that are going above and beyond taking it off their, their plate so that they don't have to deal with it or making it easier, making it faster. Um, those are, I think the things that we need to, to, to focus in on, you know, sellers want ease. They want transparency. You know what I mean? Um, they want time back. So, um, if you can be a concierge and or meet any of those items head on and take those things off, I think it leaves people feeling with a good, you know, leaves them feeling like they've had a good experience. And uh, again, at the end of the day, that's what it's most about or what's you know most important and what it's about is um, the way that the consumer, um, what they experience, um, you know, again, through, through us as rep- representatives of this industry or whatever you do, you know, what is the experience that the consumer had with you, you know, and what are they going to say? If they were to go, someone was to survey them. And if we're not surveying our own consumers, I think that that's a, you know, thing that most people don't do is that they don't survey their customers. So that's another thing that I would say for people to do, right. Is to not just hope and pray that we're delivering a high level experience, but like, listen to your clients, ask them the questions. What could I have done better? What should I not have done? How is my communication level? Did you want more? Did you expect less? How about the channels? Or you maybe could ask some of these things up front. I like surveying your clients up front. How do you want me to communicate with you? You know, what channels, what do you prefer? You know, again, it's being more real. It's being more human. We have to act like the consumer. Therefore, we need need to know how to treat the consumer, you know, and we're all going through the sales sales process as a consumer. Therefore, again, we need to be conscious of that as well that's what i got sweet great guys great Great job guys uh have a great day thanks for our sponsors alliance property inspections vip mortgage thank you guys see See you tomorrow Bye -bye. Bye -bye. bye bye bye